Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, featuring Rob Bro. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, good morning, West Texans. All you good, fine, friendly folks out there who wish you were. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. We'll turn morning into afternoon. We'll take you to 1 o'clock here in the Arctic Air studios as we've got plenty of Arctic air on the outside today with the snow still gently wafting down from the heavens here on West Texas in the South Plains. we got you in San Angelo on ESPN 960 here in the Hubbleplex. Talk 103.9 FM. News, money, sports. You could be texting in right now. 806-855-3712. Uh, we've got your two-word Tuesday topic. We'll give you a topic. You give us two words to describe it. We've got uh, some NFL discussions today. Uh, always Texas Tech basketball out there for you this time of year. And, uh, of course, on Tuesdays, we always talk food in Raiderland. We make it official. Hat Tip Cooking Channel, best thing I ever ate. We'll give you that topic in just a minute as it's a beautiful snow day. So, yeah, we're going to talk about some snow day foods. All right, 806-855-3712 for you to text in on anything and everything that's on your mind. Many of you listening on the apps right now, if you hadn't downloaded the app for Talk 103.9, you can do it at kkm.com. Turn on the notifications. You don't want to miss anything. You can follow the station on Twitter, at Talk1039, that's easy enough to do. Me, I'm just Ryan Hyatt, at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter. The show never ends. We usually come back around 6.30-ish in the evening with the daily broadcast. It's highly interactive online, usually uh, Twitter Live, sometimes Facebook Live. Just follow us at Ryan Hyatt Media, and if you miss it, you can go back and watch it at theraiderland.com. That's our website, theraiderland.com. He's Rob Bro, one-third of the Gambling Gauchos, host of the Rob Bro Show. At Rob Bro Show on Twitter, where he pulses the people. King of Hat of the Day, and it is another glorious uh, NFL city type hat with the. Uh, you got Seahawks on the front there, the lovely green and blue, the real and actual for the most part Seattle Seahawks colors going on, minus the good old silver. Yeah, we saw the Rams go back to the royal blue and yellow. The yeah. Seahawks should go back to this full time. Yeah, they should. They're, they're the original Navy, unis. The navy green. I, it's okay. I actually like it. Compared to a lot of the other NFL color schemes, but they had, they even admitted it back in the seventies. Their original units were a cowboy uni knockoff. They just kind of yeah. added the C, the green and, and a little bit of whatever. But they were good uniforms. Yes, and the logo was good. The bird head logo on yeah. the silver helmet. But, yeah, you know, go back, whatever. Uh, you know, whatever you're going to do. Eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. Uh, let's get the food topic out, and then we'll get rolling on some other things today. Uh, I assume most people know it's snowing. There you go. There's the breaking news. Heard reports over by Roaring Springs of up to a six inches plus. I think here in town, it kind of looks like maybe, what, two inches? I saw, take. I I saw in uh, Matador, it was 10 inches. Yeah, it seemed like off the cap and back that way. They really got dumped on. Uh, nice snow event. We didn't get any of the rain, really, it seemed like, or the ice. It's just really nice. Heavy, wet snow. It's perfect right now. So that gives us the ultimate snow day. Hat Tip Cooking Channel. Best thing I ever ate. Great show. Today, give us the ultimate snow day food. The ultimate snow day food is what for you? And you can also uh, give us your favorite restaurant to dine at, fast food or otherwise, on a snow day. 
What did you wake up when your feet hit the floor? What did you wake up going? I gotta gotta get get me some of this today. Do you have special places you like to go to? Drive throughs you want to run through. What do you gotta hit? Interesting. What do you want to do? Ultimate snow food is blank. 806-855-3712. Uh, along those same lines, heaven help us, we'll open the Pandora's box on this on the two-word Tuesday. The topic, and you can give us two words to describe it, is quite simply Lubbock drivers. Insert your own town if you want. We'll go Lubbock drivers, and particularly Lubbock drivers whenever there is bad weather. The snow hasn't been too bad. If you just slow down, it's not that big a deal. It just took me longer to get in um, just because it did. But the slickery nature uh, certainly wasn't like an ice storm. Heck, I've even seen it worse when it's raining. This is the perfect snow. Yes, it is. When it's 45 degrees, 50 degrees the day before, and it's like 40 degrees at like midnight, and then it drops quickly it starts snowing immediately yep there's no rain beforehand it's just snow you get just the powder and the roads were great this morning yeah. there was some there were some flyover issues right which there's always I did gonna not, be yeah i did not take the loop i'm a good lubbock driver thank you just avoid the loop when it snows um but this is the perfect scenario for snow in my opinion yeah and it's good. I call it mountain snow, man. It's yeah, like, it's big like old you're on the flakes. mountain, big, fluffy, big old flakes. wet flakes. Great for the uh, ag producers in the area. Did you throw any snowballs this morning? Not this morning, although I didn't rumor uh, rumor has it my son's going to play a football game in this. Yeah, that today. will devolve get quickly. A little, yeah. Get together a little, uh, I'm sure it'll turn into tackle. <laughs> but uh, yeah. we'll see how long they last. Yeah. I'm, you know, the best laid plans. Everybody wants to yeah. play in a snow game until they play in a snow game. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what they do. So non-sanctioned you know, activity. Versus skins in the snow. Yeah, let's see how that works out. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, so Lubbock drivers. You can give us two two words for Lubbock drivers today. Uh, we do have uh, Texas Tech men's basketball. Obviously, uh, we, we've had a nice little break between Saturday and tomorrow. We assume West Virginia is here. I, I'm just going to go on faith that West Virginia is here. I hadn't heard anything about. Uh, any issues along those lines? Of yeah, let's say they came down early. Yeah, was that the deal? Was okay. Yeah. I hadn't heard that. All right, good for them. All right, smart on them to do that. Um, so that's tomorrow night. I think there is a tech media availability at one today. So maybe we'll, at two now, but oh, maybe okay. Pushing back for weather, I assume. Yeah, why not? Let's push everything back for weather. the The media event will occur on pavement only. Yeah, and the uh, the baseball. The first pitch luncheon has been, been postponed, postponed to the 31st. I yeah, think so. That right? I, I think, think so. Which I'd kind of forgot that was today. It kind of snuck up on me. My bad. Always the, forget you. the harbinger of great things, the first pitch luncheon now going on for 20 years or whatever. When is. you say the 31st, I feel like that's three weeks away. Yeah, and it's, it's not. The, it's next, it's next week. <laughs> you know. Next week is February. How did this happen? I don't know. I mean, we, we're getting I, old, we got man. A calendar, but you know. Uh, all right, give me this on this NFL topic. And I, I've had this discussion at different times with different people, and almost always the answer is it depends. All right, okay. Sometimes that's the case when you ask ask a question. The answer can be it depends. 
What do you think is more important, more critical to success in the National Football League? If we were ranking these things. All right. Elite coach. Yeah. How many of those are there? Great question. What's an elite coach? Who's an elite coach? You can be an elite coach for a while, then can you unelite? Are, you, Bill, has, are you an elite coach because of the next couple of options? Right. Uh, has Bill Belichick unelited himself the last couple of years, but now is trying to elite himself again by hiring Bill O'Brien back? Hey, why not? Let's recycle him back as the OC. Well, you knew that was going to happen. Of course. Especially when Cliff turned down the interview. Right. Went to Thailand. Elite coach, elite quarterback, or elite front office? From ownership to general manager to personnel, drafting. Look at the teams that are having some success right now in the NFL playoffs. Go back and look at that Bosa draft for the Niners. Look at last year's draft. Last quarterback taken, Mr. Irrelevant. Why not? Go back and look at how the Eagles were built with their offensive line and yeah. through the draft. Look at that team. Kansas City has drafted moderately effectively. I think really the only biggest bust, if you want to call it a bust, is uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire a couple of years ago. But they That had, was such a weird position. I, that, they were a complete team. Yeah, and that was kind of a, a luxury item at the time. Yeah, Mahomes wanted a luxury item. He wanted that type of back. Well, and he was given a lot of leeway and input on that. I don't think they realized uh, how quickly those offensive tackles and guard and center were all going to fall off, and they didn't right. think uh, Duvernay was going to run off to Canada. Yeah, yeah, that that was a weird. Yeah, that happening. that was yeah. I mean, they basically replaced the entire offensive line since then. And if you had some foresight, which was impossible to do at the yeah. time, you wouldn't have taken Clyde. Look how, but again, the front office addressed the problem. Yeah, and corrected it. And in the two drives or two drafts since, they have gone heavy on defense early and really transformed that defense. Yeah. Still not quite elite, but it's young. We look at we look at the Rams last year and their drive to the Super Bowl. That was fueled by an aggressive front office. Both Super Bowl trips. Both Super Bowl trips. So I ask you, how would you rank that in order of importance? Now, it, it almost stands to reason, top-down flowchart, right? That if the front office is elite, then they're going to have an elite coach, right? And if the front office is elite and the coach is elite, they're probably going to have an elite quarterback because they're good at doing that. But at the end of the day, what matters most? Who I think there's three elite quarterbacks right now. Okay, Mahomes. Mahomes. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. And? I think Josh Allen is still elite. Huh. He's cusping right now. Right. I think he's taking a step backwards, or at least not as fast forward as the other two. But again, with 32 starting quarterbacks, you can't have five elite quarterbacks. No. And maybe you only have two. Yeah. Maybe it is just Mahomes and Burrow. So you better be able to win without an elite quarterback. I agree. And I think an elite quarterback covers a lot of sins. Hello, Joe Burrow. Right. And I think your quarterback can help the coach. But I, I, I think front office is most important. I lean that way. I lean that way, and I'll say this: every again, Dallas, a, every Dallas Cowboy fan leans that way. It seems like there's a flow chart, right? Yeah. Because if you're talking about elite front offices, I think the Chiefs have one, 
And Andy Reid, if anybody's an elite coach, it's him, right? Yep. So they end up he's looking the, like an elite team. He's the best coach in the the NFL. Right now, at this moment, I would agree. Uh, two, two, two different stops. Let me say two a couple of more times. Yeah. Two different stops, 10 years apiece. He's the only guy to have a certain amount of wins at two different places. He went to four NFC Championship games. He's been to five straight AFC Championship games. He's been to three Super Bowls. Could have won one with the Eagles if he didn't have a puking quarterback. And a, a wide receiver that came back on a broken leg. Right. And still had a big game. <laughs> Played. <laughs> so, I, it, it, pretty incredible what Andy Reid has done in his career. And I, I don't think he's talked about enough as a great head coach. Agree. Because we went through this phase where, okay, Bill Belichick could be the only great coach. Nobody else could be great. Had to be Belichick because of what he did with Tommy. And how he kept that run going. Again, front office, Bill Belichick over the years in New England. 806-855-3712. Ranking importance, how would you describe what matters most for success in the NFL? Elite coach, elite quarterback, elite front office. How do you break that down? Two-word Tuesday topic, Lubbock drivers, have you seen any nuttiness out there today? Please give us a report. And then it's the ultimate snow day food. I believe we have some potato soup cooking at the house. Cheesy potato soup that will be rolling out. Uh, by the time I get home, it will probably all be gone. Let's be honest. I don't have a chance to get it. Also, depends how that snow game goes. Yeah, it depends on the snow game. Uh, best cold weather dish at a restaurant. Where do you go on a snow day? Where would you wake up going, man, i got to go go such and such and get this? You tell us, 806-855-3712. Tech basketball in your mind, we can visit with you about that. Anything else you want to get to, including the Big 12 and other NFL topics, it's all waiting for you. We'll take our first time out of the day. We'll hit the text line on the other side, 806-855-3712. Quick break, it's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Eleven twenty-one. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Rowe taking you till one o'clock. Arctic Air Studios. If your air got a little Arctic overnight, you need to call the Bear. Call the Bear.com. They'll get you taken care of. Listening in San Angelo on ESPN nine sixty in the uh, Hubaplex. It's Talk one hundred three point nine. That's one hundred three point nine FM News Money Sports. Head Tip Cooking Channel. Best thing ever ate. It's Snow Day. Give us the ultimate Snow Day food. And what's your uh, go-to Snow Day? restaurant, menu item, you tell us that you wake up and you go, i got to go get me some of that. You ever make snow ice cream? No. Oh, I love it. No, Well, maybe uh, like at school once. Yeah. I don't – I would rather, you know, make some shaved ice or something. I don't yeah. I don't trust the – You don't trust the snow? No. <laughs> uh, it rarely snows enough to get clean snow. Uh. Now, I'm a full proponent of God made dirt and don't hurt kind of yeah. thing, but snow, I think snow ice cream is a step too far for me. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Tour Tuesday topic, Lubbock drivers, particularly today, have fun with it. And uh, what's most important to, to success in the NFL, elite coach, elite quarterback, or elite front office? 
806-855-3712 for you to text in. Doughboy was the first win in. Finally back in the central time zone. Warmer weather. Can't say that for the 806. Y'all covered up like five inches of snow. Be safe. I'm a roll and listen. All right, Doughboy's out there. Guns up trucking, man. Shout out. Glad he got back safe from the wilds of West Virginia. Taking a, taking Raiderland all across the country. He may be the unofficial official ambassador of Raiderland. I, I think, think so, yeah. Texture says, uh, ultimate snow food, uh, snow day food is venison chili. Recipe includes liberal portions of New Mexico chili powder, sliced garlic, various secret ingredients. Believer in applying layers of saltine crackers, red onions, and shredded cheese during bowl consumption. I like that. Yes. I, yes. I'm a big layer guy. I layer the Frito pie, too. Oh, yeah. You have to. That's the way to do it. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's like a game changer also when you do your nachos that way. Yes. Oven nachos are so underrated. I don't I don't know that enough people are making oven nachos. Have you ever done yours in a big, you know, stack canister like a like a big old <laughs> trash can trash, nacho? Oh yeah, okay. No, no, huh. Never done that? No, but uh, Guy Fieri's a big yes. proponent. Yeah. He uh one of his his restaurant chains I think yeah. features that. I I'll need to Buy a can of green beans or something eventually, and uh, have that ready for the next time I want nachos. Yeah, we go, or just no, get the big old can of the fake uh, cheese sauce. Well, you I mean, mean, we're going to consume something. <laughs> I mean, then we got the cheese sauce. Now yeah. we got the can. Maybe if I'm catering an event, I can get that cheese sauce, and <laughs> you can probably freeze it. Oh yeah, eight zero six eight five five three seven one two to text in texture. How much is on the ground? That depends on where you are. I'd say in town, probably a couple inches. Just ballpark. Yeah. Say two? At least, yeah. Maybe three? Hard to tell. Uh, homemade, Five or six, man. Yeah, yeah, why not? There's a foot of snow out there. I saw it. Homemade chicken and dumplings or chili? Okay. Homemade chicken and dumplings is amazing. But do you ever just do the biscuit dumplings? The can of biscuit dumplings? Had it. J- uh, easiest chicken and dumplings, and they are delicious, is... Uh, a box of broth, a can of cream of soup. I like the cream of mushroom. Good cream. Some frozen mixed be- vegetables, and a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> and then start shredding that. Yeah, and then you just put it all in a pan, pot. You put uh, biscuits on the top and cook it for twenty minutes. Yeah, it's like you cooked all day. It's delicious. It's the way to go. It's in, for dumplings, kind of. It's the consistency of yeah. the dumpling that I yes. think I like as much as the said dumpling. Oh, yeah. Same thing with, like, gnocchi and, 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 and things like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, ultimate snow day food is blank. Best uh, cold weather restaurant slash food menu item that you like to get. You could probably get some uh, frozen gnocchi and just put that on top of chicken and broth and cream of soup. Mm. You do a, a gnocchi cre- uh, chicken and dumpling. Yeah, why not? You can get there. Same type of thing. Uh, Tour Tuesday topic is uh, Lubbock Drivers. We're talking NFL today. What is more important to success, in your opinion, as a, a fan? Uh, elite coach, elite quarterback, or elite front office? I mean, to me, you... Okay, let's go back over the last couple of Super Bowls. You You win the Super Bowl by your quarterback, if not being elite, playing elite for a while. Having... Like... Stafford played elite at times last year. 
you can't not play elite and put up the numbers that he put up and Cooper Cup was able to put up that he played elite, even if we don't consider him an elite quarterback. Boy, it's split on how different people viewed Matt Stafford in his overall career legacy, you know, being held hostage there in Detroit, all of that. But you go back and you look at, you know, the guys who've won Super Bowls over the last few years. Right. Few. Few. How far back do we want to backdate test, you know, this this theory here? I mean, if you go 10 years, not a lot of quarterbacks have won Super Bowls. True. <laughs> Tom Brady, Tom Peyton Brady. Manning, those are both elite. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes got, got one. him one. And then Stafford is in there, and he's kind of the one of these things is not like the others. Right. <laughs> I mean, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Yes, he did. Joe, If you look at Joe Flacco's first five years in the league and Patrick Mahomes' first five years in the league, I bet they're pretty similar. Not on-field production, but just playoff production. Right. Just getting there different ways. I need to go look at that. That now intrigues me to see Flacco I mean, first five. Because you you talk about the Ravens, they were they were there a bunch, yeah, in a row. I don't know if he went five and zero in divisional rounds. Did they go to five straight AFC championships? No, I don't think so. I'll look in the break. Don't believe they did. Eight zero six eight five five three seven one two texture. I really miss the old Tonko Village third and R on cold snowy days. Carnegie Sada Burrito with queso. Taco Village, yay. Progress, bad. It cost us Taco Village. It cost us cowpokes. It cost us the white pig. Pink pig sounds pretty good right now. 806-855-3712. Quick break. It's Ryan Heights Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Eleven thirty four. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro hanging out here in the Arctic Air Studios. Going to one o'clock. ESPN nine sixty San Angelo and Lubbock. Talk one hundred three point nine FM News Money Sports. Beautiful, nice snow day. Hope uh, everybody's enjoying maybe a little bit of a uh, downtime at the house or whatever. Glad you guys are joining us. Two word Tuesday topic, uh, particularly in bad weather. Uh, Lubbock drivers. Give us two words to describe Lubbock drivers if you can. We're asking this question about the NFL. What's more important, elite coach, elite quarterback, or elite front office? Uh, There's other NFL news, including some stuff with the Dallas Cowboys we'll take a peek at here in just a second. Plus, uh, Hat Tip Cooking Channel, best thing ever, eight great show. Today, the ultimate snow day food is blank. What is the ultimate snow day food? And you can give us the uh, best restaurant you go to when you get a day like today. What you got to get, what you got to go uh, put in your belly. Texas Tech basketball back in action tomorrow night against West Virginia. Last night in the uh, Big 12, you had Baylor handing the Jayhawks their third loss. And Rob, how tough is the Big 12 with three losses now? Kansas is still in the conversation to be a number one seed, that it is not costing them uh, the opportunity to still finish on the one line. That's how That's how ridiculous this league is. 
that, uh, you know, most of the uh, bracketing experts are like, oh, yeah, Big 12, you're, you know, that you're going to lose some games there. Just the ultimate respect for this league right now. 806-855-3712 for you to text in. Is, man, is Kansas good? <laughs> I mean, yes. Yes, they are. Yeah. They're good. Everyone in the Big 12 is good. I keep saying that. Even Texas Tech, who is 0-7, 0-6, 0-7, whatever they are. Right. Um, outside of this league, they would be described as good, but you're not outside of this league. You're in the league. Are they fourth in the conference? Fifth? Uh, where, where does Kansas yeah. land? I, I think we've got a couple of things going on this year in college basketball. One, there's there are no great teams. There's not a prohibitive great team out there. Man, Houston, but there are some really good teams. Houston's Houston one of them. Left to, lost to Temple. Yeah, and Houston gets beat. Temple shuts them down and beats them defensively the other night. I would love for Texas Tech to come out and just play like Temple did to Wednesday. Just say, screw it offensively. We're going to get back to being Texas Tech and play tough as hell. Yeah. That's what Temple did. Make them earn it. Contest everything. I mean, they just played really hard defensively and for 40 minutes. That last possession defensively was incredible. And Houston still got to look at the basket and just didn't right. make it. It was a one-second inbound. Great play design on the inbound. Solid execution. The ball just didn't fall. And they still may be the best team in the country. Uh, yeah, Alabama. Right there. Houston. At times, I think Arizona is really, really good. Arizona. UCLA is playing well, too. UCLA just beat Arizona, although I still think Arizona is the better team. Kansas State, Iowa State, Baylor, and Kansas. I think all four of those teams... If they're hot at the right moment, can make a deep run in the the NCAA tournament. Yeah, this could very well be a year where a team, a four seed, wins the NCAA tournament. I'm still not out on Texas either, just talent wise. Now, again, when they are really good, they're really good. Oh, and well, does do they? Let's try this again for our English speaking audience. Yeah. Does this year's SEC Big 12 Challenge matter more than ever from the standpoint of everybody in the league saying how tough it is and we're all beating each other up and that to step out? And a lot of the, some of these matchups are more competitive than others. It's not strength on strength on strength. It's never even like that. It's sort of like bowl games. But I'm looking at this saying I think it does matter for the league to back up yeah. all the praise it is getting by going out and winning the majority of those games. Especially for the Big 12, because you tried to say that last year and the year before, and I think the SEC has won two in a row. Right. Or at least tied you. And again, they're all individual matchups. Right. It's 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 not a pure... But still, if you're saying, well, you know, Texas Tech would be good uh, in the SEC, they'd be top half. Well, go prove it. They can't... Yeah, they can. They can do anything they want. COVID proved this. Would these conference challenges be better if we reserved a singular date on the schedule and that these games are going to take place on this date? We know that. We're going to announce the matchups a month out. That's plenty of time to prepare. We do it in the NCAA tournament. It's plenty of game time to have better competitive matchups across the board. You'd have to pick 10 SEC schools. That's fine. Well, we're dumping the SEC. 
Do well, we whatever to, it is. Yeah, the big, but, I think know, in the Big, big 10, ten in the future. Okay, that's fine. You'd have 10. to pick well, you'd have to pick twelve if we're going in the future. Well, that's true. I keep forgetting the Big so, Twelve's back to twelve. Or four I guess you could do it with fourteen one year. <laughs> but uh-huh. yes, but yes, I, I understand what you're saying and if you did just say, hey, these 12 schools are going to participate on this day against Big 12 schools, we'll line them up when we get there. Yeah. And, and you can even say, you know, Texas Tech's going to be a part of it. They're going to host. Now, we don't know who they're hosting, right. but on this day, they're going to host. And a month these, out... These seven hosts, these seven travel. Right. And then a month out, we we assign the matchups to try to provide competitive balance. I'll have to look at the schedule again. I just have focused on LSU. I'm very focused on West Virginia right now. But, right. Well, you should be. Uh, but I, <laughs> I I don't think there's any – are there bad matchups in the SEC Big 12 Challenge I've got – I, I hadn't even looked at it. But every year you've got some that just are not quite – Right. Well, then you look at last year and you say, man, Alabama against – Baylor? Baylor, that's a bad matchup. Baylor's number one in the country. They're, and Alabama they're, beats them. Alabama beats them. So – I mean, I, you just kind of play what's on the schedule. I, I don't know that I would try to change a lot of what's going on there. I, I like those challenges. Now, the Big East challenge, I would have certainly been able to reserve, especially it, <clears throat> I mean, it just seemed bad. But now that you're into the season, Texas Tech-Georgetown was kind of the right call. Well, yeah, right? now, looking back. 10 versus 10. Looking back, you know, so, when that was announced, you're going, well, it's a shame, Georgetown's such right. a bad, it's not going to help your RPI. Now, hell, Tech's hurting their RPI. Right. Well, I don't know about <laughs> that, but, that, but. I, I get the point. Yeah. All right, so here's the uh, the matchups this weekend. Number 15, Auburn versus West Virginia in Morgantown. Okay. Number two, Alabama versus Oklahoma. That's a bad one. That's not, not, not our best foot forward on that one. 12, Iowa State uh, against Missouri. Texas Tech, LSU, unranked, unranked. TCU, Mississippi State, 11th versus unranked. Arkansas, Baylor, which I think regardless of who they're, how Arkansas is doing, that's a good matchup. Yeah. Of course, that's 13-6 and six versus 15-5, and five, though Baylor is ranked because they're in the Big 12. Uh, Texas, Tennessee, which is the rematch of last year. Last year. Florida, Kansas State. Again, uh, that should be a great matchup for the Big 12. And then Kansas, Kentucky. Uh, sixteen and four versus thirteen and six, and Kentucky's not very good. But Kansas they on a three played a little streak. better. Kentucky's played a little better in the last week or so. So Auburn, West Virginia, Alabama, Oklahoma certainly look to be leaning SEC. But Iowa State, Missouri, TCU, Mississippi State, Baylor, Arkansas, uh, Kansas State, Florida, and Kansas, Kentucky all heavily favoring the ranked opponent for the Big Twelve. Yeah. Now rankings. Are flawed. Agreed. And then uh, Texas Tennessee, the only top ten matchup for the weekend. I just think it's important this year. But if you're just looking at these, you know, ten SEC schools, if you're reseeding for the weekend, uh, Tennessee, Tennessee, Texas still makes sense. Yeah. Then you would go Kansas State, Alabama. Would you go five versus two? I mean, is that what you're trying to do? Yeah. Because there would be a lot of arguments that the SEC would hate to do that. 
hate oh, to well. put ranked versus ranked. I'm sure they would. But if you're ESPN, right? that's when you start saying, all right, yeah, let's put five versus two and rank them that way. And if we're going to do it, I'd just soon do it that way as opposed to rolling the dice a year out. Right. And I love these things. That's one of the great things about college basketball. It allows you to do it. If we could do this in football, I think it would be fantastic as well. 806-855-3712 if you got some tech basketball thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. Two-word Tuesday topic, Lubbock drivers, and then it's uh, snow day. Best ultimate snow day food is blank. What is it for you? And then uh, your feet hit the floor. you got to go to a restaurant, get you a meal. Where are you going on a snow day? What are some of your places? Texters on the text line, 806-855-3712. says, despite my advancing years, can't resist consuming two large bowls of chili. Makes a late-night ice cream countermeasures mandatory to battle next morning repercussions. I know not your age, but uh, I can certainly relate. Texter says, uh, Brett Yormark was at the Kansas-Baylor game last night. Well, good for him. Did he say anything about the Big 12 football schedule? Anybody ask him about that? Hey, Brett, get us a Big 12 football schedule. It would be nice to see. I mean, it's so Texas Tech is selling tickets. Yeah, what is he doing? Texas Tech is selling tickets for a schedule that doesn't exist. Now, that is some marketing bravo. Well, I, you have to, right? I, I mean, how I, how long can you wait? Especially when you're trying to capitalize on last season in recruiting. And does Tech basketball being bad hurt football momentum? Because if you're just on the Texas Tech, maybe. maybe. Do you you latch on to the hot thing and go, hey, I'm done with basketball, sign me up. (laughs) Maybe so. I'm not buying any more of these tickets. I want to see the Joey McGuire show now. Yeah, and maybe they're unrelated to an extent, but it's all connected, yeah? Yeah. That's what they keep telling me. But, uh, I mean, come on, schedule. And I, I don't do you do you just is the hang up Texas and OU is the hang up the schools that are going to be around for a few years don't like what's going on there I don't know but just put a schedule out there's a lot of rumors one way or the other that it's it's not necessarily that OU and Texas are trying to leave this year but they're trying to leave the year after yeah and Fox wants to make sure they're given what they're owed with those two schools. So now you're trying to schedule some non-conference. Right. They want the uh, Big 12 footprint to contain Texas and and OU for Fox games. And that means OU and Texas have to cancel games. And maybe that's why there was a, hey, cancel the Georgia OU game in 24 so OU can play UCF. or whatever. No, I think they'll be, I think it'll be new Big 12 teams. Yeah. Texture says the Big 12 SEC Challenge matters more this year, especially to the middle and lower-rung teams fighting to make the tournament. Who are those teams in the Big 12? I think in the Big 12 you've got teams that are in and teams that are out. There's a pretty solid line of demarcation around, you know, after seven, maybe maybe eight, if you're, you know, Tech's not in consideration, so you take that out. I have to go back and look at the uh, nitty-gritty there at the bottom, but uh, I just think, even if you're Texas Tech, go go beat LSU. I mean, if Texas Tech goes and rolls LSU, now LSU ain't great, but they're not bad. But if Texas Tech rolls in there and wins fairly handily, and they could, and you're going, this is a team that can't win a game in the Big 12. Well, maybe they won a game by then. We should 
We should not chalk that up, right? Right. This is a team that is struggling in the Big 12, and they finally got a team in the SEC and, you know, stretched their legs out on them. I think that does matter. All right, we got to take the time out. We're uh, taking it to 1 o'clock today. One more segment an hour, number one. Two or Tuesday topic, Lubbock drivers. Uh, what's more important to NFL success? Elite coach, elite quarterback, or elite front office, you tell us. And then what's your ultimate snow day food? What's the best snow day restaurant destination for you? NFL on your mind? College basketball on your mind? We're going everywhere with you. 806-855-3712. We'll finish up strong. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Segment hour number one of two. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. We got you till one o'clock today in the Arctic Air Studios. Then it's the Rob Bro Show from one to two on Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports. Hanging with us in San Angelo on ESPN 960 today. Ultimate snow day food is what? What is it? Best cold weather dish restaurant version. Where do you go? When you woke up today, saw the snow, do you think I gotta go such and such and get the blank plate? That'd be a good name for a plate if you had it in a restaurant. Yeah, I want the blank plate. What? It's like a make your own grande platter. Yeah, exactly. Mexican place. So oh, look at the blank plate. Yeah, what do you want with that? Still love the fact that uh, there's a place around here, Cholito Pepper, with the big grande. Yeah. It's not the big grande. It's not just the grande platter. It's the big grande platter. In fact, it comes out on two to three platters, depending on... Depending on what's going on on a given day. Two-word Tuesday topic, Lubbock drivers. I didn't see anything too egregious coming in this morning on the old drivers. I did see a few people that were uh, probably testing the limits of speed at the time. But it's okay. They're in big four-wheel drive trucks so because those stop fast, you know? Remember, four-wheel drive, they stop faster. Ah, oh, man. Oh, to be uh, 20-something again and, and think like that. But I, I didn't see too much insanity. Again, the roads just weren't really bad this morning. They're slushy. Worst part was on some farm-to-market roads just trying to make sure where the road was. Thank God sometimes for those little rumble strips. I'm like, oh, okay. A little far over now. We'll, we'll come back over here. What's more important in the NFL, elite coach, elite quarterback, or elite front office? We put it in the Dallas Cowboy perspective. Yesterday, a lot of Cowboy talk. What If you rank the items of importance... For the Cowboys' lack of postseason success over the last 25 years, where do you go? Has it been the front office? Has it been the lack of an elite quarterback? Has it been the lack of an elite coach? And all the all the Jerry Jones haters are screaming at the radio right now. It's obvious it's the front office. Five years ago, I would have absolutely said it was the front office. Because you couldn't win with a backup quarterback. Obviously, I'm, you know, screaming at both the 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 roster construction at the time, the the front office, the coaching with Jason Garrett. Uh, flash forward, you have a lot of the same issues, but I really don't think the front office since that DAC contract has been as bad. Right. In fact, I think it greatly improved. You just still have some sins of the past on the record that is making it hard currently. 
Agreed. But I think they've learned a lot of lessons since they extended Zeke Elliott. Now, they were two years late on the DAC contract. You could have Carson winced him. Oh. Um, You'd but be much so much now. better off. You, you, you could have paid Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz money earlier, but you waited two years, and there were some huge contracts in between Carson Wentz and Dak. You know, the, the Elliott contract was bad, but it's kind of bad in a vacuum. It is not the thing that is hurting you more it, yeah. than what you did and how you did it with Dak Prescott's contract. Drafting Zeke Elliott was worse than extending him. Agreed. Yeah. Expending that draft capital you could have on had, that position. You could have had Jalen Ramsey. You know, that that's the that, that's something that people don't talk enough about evaluating draft picks is the when, the where, and the capital that you gave up to get what you got at that moment. That, yeah, Ezekiel Elliott was a, was a really good running back for a stretch. He was, he was a great running back for a stretch. At a time that running backs were already not valued. And other positions were much more valuable that you chose not to do. Today, Elliott is saying he'd gladly take a pay cut to remain with the Cowboys. I think he's 10-7 right now uh, going forward. I, I think that's the, the number. Uh, 15? Yeah. yeah. There might be a 15 the year after. Yeah. What's the, What does the pay cut look And do you know what's really funny? In today's NFL, it's better to extend Dak Prescott than cut him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can extend both of them this offseason, push money, and figure it all out later. Could you give Zeke two more years and keep the money the same and fix it that way? Because how? You, I mean, how else are you giving him a pay cut? You can't just take money off the books, can you? How does that feel, work? Yeah, feel renegotiate, but keep the years the same. I mean, that's what Brady did. That's what you know. Many, many. But wasn't that involved in an extension? Yeah, you have to. I mean, you're going right. to have to extend him. Yes, right. So it's not just a pay cut; it's an extension. Extension. Yeah. So hey, you're making thirty million dollars over the next three years. How about you make thirty million dollars over the next six years or six hundred? Whatever works out. Let's do the Bobby Benia deal. 806-855-3712. Quick timeout. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Have you ever heard the expression, the customer is always right? Yeah. Yeah, well, here I am, the customer. That's not our policy. You have to order something from the lunch menu. I don't want lunch. I want breakfast. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland. Hour number two, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Congrats to us. We've done it again. We've turned morning into afternoon. It certainly looks like uh, the snowfall is letting up, at least around uh, our parts of the Hubaplex. As you 
Listen, 1 o'clock here with us in the Arctic Air Studios on Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports and in San Angelo ESPN 960. He's Rob Bro at Rob Bro Show on Twitter, one-third of the Gambling Gauchos and host of the Rob Bro Show from 1 to 2, Monday through Friday here on Talk 103.9 FM. Me, I'm just Ryan Hyatt at Ryan Hyatt Media. Come back in the evenings around 6.30ish with the daily broadcast. Uh, live, online, interactive, fun. Follow us on Twitter at Ryan Hyatt Media. Check out our website, The Raiderland. Dot com. Every Tuesday, two-word Tuesday, we give you a topic. You give us two words today. Uh, Lubbock bad weather drivers. Lubbock bad weather drivers. Give us two words if you want to. Uh, Hat Tip Cooking Channel, best thing I ever ate. Always food on Tuesdays. Give us the ultimate snow day food item. What is it for you? Give us the ultimate snow day restaurant and or fast food place or whatever that you got to go to. Your feet hit the floor this morning. You said, I need me some you-know-what. Where do you go? What do you get when it's a, a day like this? Uh, we were discussing a lot of Texas Tech basketball in the first hour. You've obviously got the uh, Big 12 SEC matchup coming up. But before that, you've got West Virginia coming to town on Wednesday night. Tech trying to break out of the 0-7 start in Big 12 play. Media availability coming up uh, during the next hour. We'll uh, get the latest from Mark Adams on uh, where this team is, what he's liking, seeing, or otherwise. Then within the NFL, and we can certainly start looking at these matchups. I think they're they're just great matchups. Even with the Mahomes injury, it's still compelling with Kansas City and Cincinnati and what has quickly become the AFC rivalry. And, you know, we said four years ago, Man, Mahomes to Sean Watson for the next five years. <laughs> and then it was, oh, Mahomes-Allen is going to be one of the all-time classics. Now it's Mahomes-Burrow in two years. Hey, man, Mahomes and Trevor Lawrence is the next big thing. <laughs> the one constant through or, it all. Or Burrow-Lawrence, I don't know, but we'll see. And then San Francisco and Philadelphia, I truly cannot wait to watch this game. Since, uh, what, for 10 weeks, these are the two best teams in the NFC? Yep. 12 weeks? The the strength of that front of the defense for San Francisco, can they control a team that is just running the ball exceptionally well? The highest amount, a percentage of zone read plays since 2011 during that Eagles win over the Giants. Now, of course, they were able to just pin their ears back and run it down their throat after a while. They're going to have to be more creative against uh, San Francisco. But these are two great games. With that offensive line and Jalen Hurts, the Eagles do not do anything interesting. No. And I love that. I hate that it's the Eagles. (laughs) But do you know who they are? With maybe a uh, slightly better defense? The 2016 Dallas Cowboys. Yep. I mean, they have a dominant offensive line and a quarterback who is healthy and playing confidently. That they are, they are the Dak Prescott Rookie of the Year 2016. Zeke Elliott probably better at that point than Miles Sanders, but these running backs at at Philadelphia are pretty dang good. And I want to say, as that year went on, there was really only one track meet that Prescott really just had to wing it around. The the Pittsburgh win, if I'm remembering down the stretch, was a game played in the 30s. The rest of the time, it was just ground and pound. And it was a Zeke Elliott uh, break up the middle Mm -hmm. that won that game. Yeah. And I'll say this, 
if if Dallas had the Eagles secondary, they probably go to the Super Bowl or the NFC Championship game. And if they didn't have to play Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Because next Dallas Cowboy quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Well, you, we can Handed bury it that. Off to Ezekiel no, Elliott. we can bury that because you see what the Packers said this morning. Yeah, they're not going to trade him within the NFC. Yeah, they will shop him in the AFC. So the Las Vegas Raiders, led by Aaron Rodgers, they hired Nathaniel Hackett one year too early in Denver. Yep, they could have had him. They could have. By the way, I go completely the opposite way. We were talking about this with somebody yesterday, and if I'm Denver. I go completely opposite. The race in the AFC has been to out-chief the Chiefs yeah. offensively. No. No. Defend them. Make why, them play uncomfortable games. Why was Russell Wilson good in Seattle? Because he ran the ball mm-hmm. and was a great play-action passer. He always wanted to be He wanted to be Patrick Mahomes. He wants to win the MVP. He's selfish. He, he tries to play this... Humble. Fake team guy. Team guy. Hey, you know, eat your vitamins, say your prayers, kids. The WrestleMania is coming to you. And he's just not that guy. Mm-hmm. He he wants to be Patrick Mahomes, and he's not. Nope. Especially not at 30. 806-855-3712 to text in. How old is he? Is he 30? Yeah, oh, yeah. He got to be. 32? 32, I'm guessing. Gotta be close I'm trying to, to think of how, how early he played at NC State in Wisconsin. If only there were a device. I guess that was when I was in college. Yeah. Uh, text raises a question for you, by the way, Rob. For me? For you. The Rob Rose Show early. Yeah. Why not? Can Gaucho Rob clarify their five wins and seven tweet? Was he talking about both the men's and women's team? I'm unaware of this tweet. Just look at the schedule. Yeah. I'm just unaware of the tweet, so I don't know what the well, he texter is referring to. Yeah, five out of seven combined. No, Red Raider men, the Mark Adams coach team. It says Texas Tech will win five out of the next seven. Okay, the tweet stands on its own. Could be baseball, could be football. We'll see. Yeah, it says what it says. It just says Texas Tech. It's like a motto. It says what it says. Track and field is the top. Two team. Yeah, just behind Stanford in the latest, uh, what is that, ITF rankings? Uh-huh. Or could be uh, could be that. Been talking to a former track athlete at Texas Tech. He is really, really high on this collection of talent. And have heard what the they things. have in the 400 and the, the relays. They're built to win a national championship. How deep they are in every event. You can have a great team that's not necessarily built. To win a well, you can have heavy sprinters or heavy yeah. distance, but this team seems to be well loaded. How about the cat setting the tech pole vault record at eighteen five and three quarter, whatever it was? I, mean, I know it was over eighteen. Yeah, because when I clicked on it, you know, I'm like going, okay, what's this number going to be? Right. That just, I'm sorry, that just boggles my mind. Speaking of track athletes, did you see uh, Sensei Horn? The Texas Tech football player who is committed and signed in this class to be here in the fall is just dominating. He's like six foot, two hundred pounds, setting records in the hurdles. Just incredible displays of athleticism. And Rivals has said, "Hey, that guy's a really good athlete. Oh, he's, they're just picking up on this. He probably they? should be a four star." 
So you added another four star to your class via rivals after signing day because of what he's doing in a different sport other than football. You know, I remember a, a big, tall, fast guy who ran hurdles that played in the Big 12 a few years ago. Yeah. Danny Waco. He was pretty good. Yeah. Of course, this guy's a middle linebacker, but still. <laughs> yeah. I know that's a different position, but. Yeah. I mean, anybody who can run fast and jump over stuff and still run fast. Yeah. Okay, you can just go. You can just bring him off the edge. He just jumps to the left tackle. Yeah. Why not? Try to cut him. Yeah, good luck on that. <laughs> I cannot. Can't wait for an interception return with a hurdle. Yeah. Jumping over the quarterback, trying to dive at his feet. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait to see some of these cats play. And again, you're, you're probably not going to see a lot of true freshmen. You didn't this year. Really, only at positions of need. You had to play a data ray. Uh, but other than that, man, I I am. And, and we keep saying and saying and saying, text not missing, they're just early. Like when you see him offer a guy and he's offered by Navy and UTSA, and you're like, why are they offering this quarterback from Hutto? And then in three weeks he's got Penn State, Oregon, Ohio State sniffing around. Notre Dame has offered. It's like, okay, well, all right. <laughs> all right, we'll trust you. <laughs> and here you are. Finding a, a an under recruited linebacker from Louisiana, and that pipeline, by the way, is getting pretty strong. Louisiana to Texas Tech, yeah. And now all of a sudden, because of his track success, he's getting a four star in football. That's that's pretty high praise for Blanchard and and what they're doing and finding just athletes. Hey, we'll find a place. I'd be fascinated. I don't know if Texas Tech would uh, allow the information, maybe they would, in some form or fashion, that every recruiting process, um, they utilize screens. And I'm not I'm talking screen pass. I'm talking about just basic, you know, physical screens. How big, how fast, how strong, you know, all the, the, you know, just that aspect of it. I wonder, and, and for those who are in the business world, if you buy stocks, you, may, you, you do the same thing. You create programs, you run stocks through it, and you screen out for different things. What's my PE ratio? What are we doing here? Um, I wonder if speed is like the first thing that when they sit there and they begin to evaluate and go through the process of looking at potential recruits, that the top thing on the board, how fast are they? Then we go from there. Whether it be linemen even, certainly defensive line, but that the first metric that they start going through is speed. That we can make them bigger. You can't make them faster. You can make them a little quicker. I can't make you faster. Well, and okay, Baylor went six and six, and I understand that. And they had other issues. Right. But they were arguably the fastest team in the Big Twelve, and week after week there was you know, speed metrics and whatever else, these analytical firms that are putting out stats on right. Big 12 players, and it's like, here's the Big 12 players that ran 20 miles an hour, Baylor, 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 Texas, Baylor, Kansas State, Baylor, Baylor. <laughs> so yeah. when you look at that recruiting prowess, that recruiting staff and and the ideology that they were going for in Baylor is now in Lubbock. And so I do think there's a lot of Hey, let's just find the most athletic guy at that position and then figure it out. And and I know there are more metrics. Oh yeah, there are you know wingspan metrics and leg length and all this stuff that they look at. 
But I do think that speed is very high on the metric chart of where they rank essential talents. You know who did that and popularized that in the NFL? The Raiders. The Cowboys. Oh. The Dallas Cowboys of the 1960s into the 70s with Tech Shram, different player personnel people, that they developed, you know, that, hey, they had a computer. Right. But one of the things they did is they just looked for great athletes and said, we'll figure out a way for Cornell Green to play on the field. We'll figure out a way for this guy. They were recruiting athletes, not just going through the Athlon, you know, football yearbook and go, hey, this big guy played at Notre Dame. What do you think? Hey, let's draft him. That They had a very similar type deal. Now, I mean, obviously things have progressed. But when you say, we'll figure out a way to get him on the field, that, to me, I think is one of the most overlooked aspects of and it's not like they're just recruiting fast guys who can't play football. They play football, too. But the idea of football still an athletic game. It's not a position game. It's, it's, it's athletes who you find a position for them to play. I could go off on this for a while, but we got to hit the timeout. We'll get back to your text messages stacking up on the text line, 806-855-3712. Uh, what's the ultimate snow day food for you, as we have one going on in Lubbock today? Best uh, cold weather restaurant, your go-to platter or dish menu item. Two or Tuesday, the topic is uh, bad weather Lubbock drivers. And uh, for NFL today, what matters more, elite coach, elite quarterback, or elite front office? Anything else we're talking about, hit us on the text line, 806 806- 855-3712. Quick break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Twelve twenty one, you got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro coming to you from the Arctic Air Studio, CSPN 960 San Angelo here in the Hubaplex, Talk 103.9 FM News Money. Sports Two-Word Tuesday, the topic is bad weather, Lubbock drivers. We're asking you today about the NFL. What do you consider more important? Elite coach, elite quarterback, elite front office. How would you rank those? Is it as simple as front office creates elite coach, creates elite quarterback? Or does elite quarterback make everybody else look better? How do you value it? And maybe just put it in the from the lens of whatever team you root for. You're a Cowboy fan. You're a Texan fan. You're you're one of our three Bronco fans. The two Green Bay fans out there. The 72,000 Chiefs fans listening to us as we speak. Hello, Chiefs Kingdom. 806-855-3712. Uh, we've had some Texas Tech basketball discussions as the day has gone on. Uh, breaking news, they are still 0-7 in the Big 12. Still 0-7 with a uh, chance to uh, change that tomorrow night against West Virginia. Texters are on the text line, 806-855-3712. One says, uh, go-to restaurant on snow days, Pizza Hut delivery. Why would a skilled driver go out in weather when I can get an inexperienced 17-year-old kid to drive 15 miles in the snow to bring me food? Hard to argue. Yeah. I got behind me a cat at the store the other day who was doing one of those, uh, what do you call them, DoorDash or uh-huh. stuff like that. I didn't know they did grocery stores, too. Well, it depends on which one you're at. Oh, yeah. I mean, this guy literally had, like, milk and something else. I'm like, go ahead, man. You only got this. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not, you know, I'm just a driver. I'm, Could have been Favor. I think Favor yeah. does that. I wasn't familiar with that. Now, I knew at our wonderful uh, friends at Market Street, I can do online shopping. I can right. have curbside pick. I didn't realize that I could just have somebody also just go in and get me stuff at Market Street. I was new to the game. 
You know, if you get that United app, you can use a uh, Snowy Five or Winter Ten and get some uh, money how, off. How did they know to use those codes for this week? Pretty good. That's some smart folks some in the foresight. marketing people, right there. Yeah. Texter wants to know: Does does Mahomes have to win it at least one? At, let's try it again. Hi, I'm new to reading. Does Mahomes have to win at least one more title to cement his legacy, or is he just making or is just making conference championships year after year enough? What legacy? The greatest of all time? He needs to win five more. Yeah. A great quarterback? Hall of Fame quarterback? Hall of Fame? The AFC Championships are enough. And he's he's got the MVP. He's he, got the he's, Super Bowl. Yeah. He's got the Super Bowl MVP. I mean, right now he's already in front of Marino. Jim Kelly. You could argue, right? Yeah. Now, I think longevity has a lot to do with it. If he plays 10 more years and gets five more AFC championships, you're really in uncharted territory. He can play five more years. He already is in uncharted territory in a lot of ways. He's never lost a divisional round game. He's never lost a regulation AFC championship. Yeah. He, He lost in overtime to the Bengals and in overtime to the Bucks. Uh, Patriots, sorry. Tom, I was just thinking Tom Brady. Right. If he retired today, he's a Hall of Famer. Mm. Yeah. If he retired today, he's Sandy Koufax. He's a Hall of Famer. First ballot? First ballot. You think so? Absolutely. Well, he's gonna, he's got an MVP this year, too. So this is yeah, the second this, MVP this in second five MVP. seasons. For legitimate legacy, he needs to win another Super Bowl. And for that, for all time legacy, he needs to win two more yeah. to pass uh, Peyton. But I already think he's in conversation with Tom Brady. The the club of two time uh, Super Bowl winners is really small. Yeah, the the, the three timers are your all time greats. Right. If I if I continue Brady, Montana, Aikman, like that, if you're crossing to the la- that legacy, you need multiple Super Bowls. Right. But right now he's top ten all time, just based on success. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he's not Bradshaw yet because Bradshaw had four, but Bradshaw also didn't do what Mahomes no. has done. Now, no, he did not. different era, yeah, 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 yeah. But to to get to Montana, to get to even Steve Young, who had two, one. Steve Young just had one, right? One beat San Diego and because Montana had five, yeah. So, I mean, he's in the mix, but yeah, he needs to win a couple more to to really extend the legacy. I mean, and again, the texture uses the term legacy. But, but what is the legacy you're talking yeah, about? To get to what level? Right. Another one, and he's in rarefied. I mean, like I said, he's already a Hall of Famer. If his career yeah. ended today, he's already a Hall of Famer. Now, to get into the rarefied air of top five, top ten, you know, we, we you, you can make a case... Top 10 maybe now? I don't know. It's a little hard. Right now he's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. If he doesn't win another one, he's just a really good quarterback for a long time. Right. But he's not talked about in the same way as even Peyton Manning. Mm-mm. Manning had two with two different teams. Right. So. If he somehow plays and wins this game Sunday, uh-huh. would that, other than the Super Bowl win, Yes. The greatest win he's ever had. Well, and I think this game is more of a legacy game than the Super Bowl in this respect. 
because now you're talking about Burrow, and it's Burrowhead, right? And he's two and zero, and I think three and zero against the Chiefs. That so he beat him in uh, Cincinnati, maybe too. So you're really. This is kind of the last dragon for Mahomes early in his career. You know, he slayed Josh Allen in the playoffs. He beat Deshaun Watson. He beat Trevor Lawrence. He beat Tom Brady in the regular season. He still's not beaten Tom Brady in the playoffs, but there's a lot of a lot of issues here for Patrick against Joe Burrow. Now, one ankle, it's a team game. The Bengals are playing really, really well. But I think this this is a legacy spot as much as the Super Bowl will be. Yeah. Let's say you make legends. And again, what's the level of legacy you're talking about? Right. 806-855-3712. It's more important in NFL success. Elite coach, elite quarterback, elite front office. Take basketball on your mind. We can discuss that as we go through. Tour Tuesday topic, bad weather, Lubbock drivers. And then uh, it's snow day. So give us the ultimate snow day food. What is it? Your ultimate snow day restaurant destination. What's that? 806-855-3712. Quick break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Thirty-five. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Rowe taking you till one o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios. The ESPN nine hundred and sixty San Angelo. Hope you're warming up down that way. Looks like the snow is. I don't know if it's coming to an end, but at least it's not coming down the way it was right now here in the Hubbaplex. As you listen on Talk one hundred three point nine FM News Money Sports. Hat Tip Cooking Channel. Best thing I ever ate. Great show. Question of the day: The ultimate snow day food is blank. What is that? Best cold weather restaurant destination for you. Two-word Tuesday topic. Bad weather, Lubbock drivers. And then uh, more important in the NFL, elite coach, elite quarterback, elite front office. How would you rank that? You can look at your favorite team. You can look at the teams that are successful right now. I mean, it's handy to have all three. And part of you wants to go, well, if you've got one, maybe you're going to have the others. Uh, Texas Tech basketball on your mind. We can discuss that. And then uh, Cowboys news, Zeke uh, Elliott willing to take a pay cut to stay, which is not the craziest thing in the world. And then apparently Kellen Moore, wait for it, Rob, interviewing for the uh, not not the offense coordinator job, but the head coaching job for the Carolina Panthers as they continue their search for the next great quote uh, coach. Have you sent in a recommendation? Have you uh, called up? I will. Panthers organization. Should I do that? Should I do an open letter of uh, recommendation yes. today on KCAM.com? I think you should. <laughs> for Kellen Moore. <laughs> we value him so much for what he's done. We yes. feel like the least we can do is try to get him yeah. a head coaching job I'm do that, that he today. so deserves. Yes, he is, Please. I'll highlight all the great things he's done. <laughs> He'll probably get hired. He's, please. He's 34. Yes, you know what's, what's ever that's, gone wrong that's with what, a young head coach? No, nothing at all. Because all the coaches that win Super Bowls now are young. He's been in the league. I mean, look what he's done. 
Text her, in today's game, a good quarterback can keep everyone else's job safe. You've got to figure that one out first. Uh, I'm cliche on a snow day. I just want a big bowl of chili, fireside, of course. But I have to make it myself. I've yet to find a good bowl of chili in Pennsylvania, says the tensor. Uh, first time it snowed this year, it took me two hours on a 50-mile commute to get home past four wrecks, if that tells you anything. Yeah. Tells me driving in the snow around Philadelphia is hard. Again, the roads weren't really bad today. It was just slow going. You just had to slow down. And then I, I hardly, there just wasn't a whole lot of traffic out there today. And by the way, congratulations. What to, LISD, I think, canceled around 445 this morning, give or take, when they made their announcement, maybe 5 o'clock. You know, because they'd gotten burned in the past. I kept thinking yesterday, all right, come on, who's going to do it? You guys know you want to do it. You guys know you're going to do it. Who's going to be the first to announce? I had my money on LISD yesterday afternoon, but they waited. And then the domino effect of them, I guess, everybody else after that. But, you know, you're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't on that. I get it. If you call it too early and nothing happens, eh, you look like clowns. If you if you wait too late, then everybody's mad. Oh, I didn't even have time to schedule anybody to take care of my kids. And Right. You know, hey, hey I'm going to flip that around. You're the parent. You're the grown-up. You know the forecast, right? You knew that this was possible, right? Yes. Uh, why don't you make the plans ahead of time? And if you don't need somebody, you don't need somebody. But why don't you exercise just a little bit of grown-upness on this deal? Say, hey, they're saying it's going to snow. What happens when it snows? They sometimes cancel school. What happens when they cancel school? I need somebody to look after my kids. So I can go to work. I hell anymore. Everybody just stays home, right? Well, I mean, you can work from home now. We've set the precedent. Yeah, nobody's ever. Gonna I mean, work we anywhere. can't. We can't. Well, you could. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> uh, texter, agree or disagree? You thought Mahomes would have at least two titles by now? Disagree. Uh, you were you were very strong that uh, you didn't think the Chiefs would win or make the playoffs last year. Yeah, no uh, playoffs, but not. Not the AFC representative that I did right. not think they would go back. I thought they could make the playoffs, but you know, I, I was. It's really hard to win Super Bowls. If you would have told me in 2018 that he only had one Super Bowl, I would have been, yeah, great. Yeah, obviously. It's and just then, and then the the Bucks Super Bowl was understandable. I didn't think they'd make the Super Bowl that year just through that playoff run because they lost other offensive linemen. And then last year was probably the first year again that I was a little bit surprised just because of what they looked like in the first half. And then the second half against the Bengals was just a complete right. dumpster fire. But no, I mean, I... No, one one every five is... You know, this... It's impressive. And again, he's been in the AFC Championship every game, every year. Which so is... maybe you're a little, a little questionable that he's only been in two Super Bowls. But again, only been in two Super Bowls is hilarious to say. And in this day and age, of now, and now you've added another game to the regular season. Well, nobody else has won two. Right. You've had a different Super Bowl champion in the last five years. It's just hard to do. That's why I, I was cautioning back, people. Well, Tom has won two. Yeah. I was cautioning people, you know, at the time, that were like, hey, you know, the Chiefs will never get beat again. And, uh, uh, you know, right. Mahomes is going to be Tom Brady in a couple of years. Do you know how, how crazy... 
hard that is. No. Well, and it's incredible. Everything they, is set up against you. They have a brand new offensive line since the last time they won a Super Bowl. They have a brand new uh, wide receiver core since the last time they won a Super Bowl. They have a brand new running backs room since the last time they won a yeah. Super Bowl. They have a brand new secondary basically since they've last won the Super Bowl. Chris Jones is really the only defensive lineman because I think they went and got Clark get, was afterwards. They get Frank Clark the year after they won yes. the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, they got when it got him from Seattle. So now all new linebackers. I mean, this is they've completely revamped the team yeah. basically. I'm sure there's more on the roster than than that that won that last Super Bowl. I'd have to go look, but not a whole lot. So you you have and maybe Miko Hardman was a rookie when they won the Super Bowl, maybe. But he's not been a. Is he hurt? I actually don't know what Miko Hardman's been doing this I think year. He is. It's just incredibly hard to do. That's yeah. why there's only a handful of guys who've ever won two, let alone three or more. Which is why we're talking about. Elite front offices and elite head coaches and elite quarterbacks. I think the Chiefs, arguably, the only team in the NFL right now that has all three. Yeah. The Bengals, if they beat the Chiefs, you might start putting them in there. But Zach Taylor's a sophomore head coach. They certainly have an elite quarterback. Third year. Zach Taylor's third year? Yeah. Oh, he was there a year without Joe Burrow? Right. Okay. And they tried to fire him? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing what an elite quarterback can do. I can't give San Francisco elite quarterback status, even though they've got a quarterback no. playing kind of elite. And I, I'm i still out on, on Shanahan being an elite head coach. I think he's very good. Mm-hmm. I would I would pay him all of my money to have him be the Dallas Cowboys head coach, but... He's just a little bit of a turtle in late-game situations. So is Andy Reid. Yeah. And maybe you can't be an elite head coach without an elite quarterback, but that's just kind of how the NFL is set up. But if Shanahan repeats this five years again in the next five years and goes back to two more Super Bowls, this year included, and then to two more, I mean, it's hard to argue. Is Shanahan the second-best head coach in the NFL if Andy Reid's the best right now? I could probably get there. I think McVeigh is really good. I think that front office is really good. They just do it differently than everyone else, and so it's hard to it's hard it's hard. But hey, they've gone it all twi- all in twice, and they've been there twice in the Super Bowl. Yeah, reminds me of the old Marlins. Yeah. All right, this is what we're gonna do. The Miguel Cabrera era. Yeah. Texter, uh, will Texas Tech men's basketball win again this season? Yes, I think it's that bad, says the texter. Yeah, it's that bad when you're 0-7. Will they win again? I think they'll win again. Yes. I don't know if they'll win against West Virginia. It is their best opportunity, according what's the ESPN statistical device. Was that you throwing that number out the other day, that West Virginia remaining schedule is your highest Percentage chance for a victory for Texas Tech at the moment? Uh, in the Big 12, I You're believe. Right. But yes, that was from the Torvik or Ken Palm something. or something. I can't imagine them not winning a game the rest of the way. Because they're just not that bad. Right. Now, if this team were getting beat 
15 and 20, and there were just obvious massive talent gaps and everything like that. And you're just going, hey, it's just, you're just not very good in one of the best leagues in the country. But that's not this team. Even that Iowa State game didn't feel like a talent gap issue as much as you just were flat yeah. and didn't show up. That I think, you know, you, you said the other day, how do you win? Well, you just need a night where three guys go off and go crazy. O'Banner hits his threes. Bacho. O'Banner takes his threes. O'Banner takes his three. Bacho gets involved. Amac, hopefully, you know, has a special night. Pop Isaac shoots effectively and efficiently. And that you kind of play defense like a Texas Tech team, that you have one of those. I just, if they if they will do that, that's so not far off, in my opinion. But then again, they haven't done that. And they haven't shown the propensity to do that. But I still can't fathom this Texas Tech team not winning a game the rest of the year. I mean, there have been some really bad teams in the Big 12 that have won games, multiple games. Some not very good basketball teams. I know, Big 12's different this year. Yeah, I get it. But I just, I can't, I can't see this team going to Kansas City, Rob, for the Big 12 tournament on a 19-game losing streak. <laughs> yeah, that would be... That doesn't compute. Pretty amazing. That just doesn't compute. 0-7 didn't compute. No. No, it didn't. 0-8 doesn't compute for this week. 0-9 doesn't compute for this week. So we'll talk again on Monday, I guess, about it. But, yeah, I, it would be harder to go 0-19 to finish the year than I think to go 2-17. Right? Yep. It would be, It would be crazier to me to lose all of them than to win two. Agreed. Just by virtue of one night, somebody's going to have a bad night against you, right? Right. Somebody's not going to shoot it. Now, I think there's something to be said, and this is just me being a Texas Tech fan, but it seems like because of the success you've had in the last five years, everyone plays up to you, uh, and maybe the fan base has something to do with it. <laughs> that, that everyone wants to beat Texas Tech. Takes great joy. In, uh... Texas Tech is uh, everyone's Super Bowl, but... You don't get a lot of off nights from other teams. No. Seems like everybody plays their best against Texas Tech. Guess it's a credit. Credit to Tech. Well, and, uh, in Lubbock, maybe some of that has to do with the great crowd. Teams play up to great crowds. Yes, I agree with that. Especially in the Big 12, so that's a credit to Texas Tech there. But even on the road, other fan bases love to hate Texas Tech. So you don't really... Get it off night. This team will win a game. Yes. A game. Or two. <laughs> or five. Yeah. Five of, the, five of the next seven, right? Five of the next seven is what I saw on Twitter. All right, we've got to take the final time out of the day, at least for our show. 806-855-3712 for you to text in a little tech basketball, NFL discussions. Best thing ever ate, best snow day food is what? Where do you got to go restaurant-wise on a snow day like this? 806-855-3712. We'll uh, take the final break of the day. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up strong. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro.
Final segment of the day, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Got you till 1 o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios on ESPN 960 in San Angelo. Talk 103.9 FM News, Money, Sports here in the Hubaplex. Remember the Rob Bro Show rolls your way from 1 to 2 Monday through Friday on Talk 103.9 FM. So download that app. Get it at KKM.com. If you're outside the area, you can keep on listening. Uh, it's snow day, obviously. Best ultimate snow day food is what? Uh, I believe we've got potato soup cooking at the house for later on this evening. Uh, best cold weather restaurant destination for you. What do you got to have when it gets cold? Uh, Tour Tuesday topic, bad weather Lubbock drivers. We've talked a lot about NFL action today. Looking forward to the uh, conference championships games and asking you, elite coach, elite quarterback, or elite front office, which matters more? And then finally, uh, quite a bit of Texas Tech basketball and Big 12 basketball, whatever else is on your mind. You hit us in the time we've got left. That text line will work for us and for the Rob Bro Show, 806-855-3712. We, we briefly got into it in the first hour, and I don't know if it's something you're gonna, you were going to continue to look at in the Rob Bro Show, but I am, I am completely with you, and I thought we'd probably talk more off the air about Ezekiel Elliott. And the, it's actually a good idea to extend him. Yes. Well, if he wants a pay cut, you have to extend him. Yeah. And you made the joke, I think, on air heading into the break to Bobby Bonilla. I love it. Give him a 10-year guaranteed contract of $3 million a year, whatever his left is, and just pay him $3 million a year. Yeah. And some will argue that's still too much, but it gets it off the books for this year. You're not trying to be great. In the NFL in 2030, you're just not. You do not build that far out. You're trying to be good next year, especially when you have a tight window like I think the Cowboys do. And if you could extend him five years or whatever else, fans will hate it. Fans will think Jerry Jones is off his rocker. They already do. (laughs) They already do. You're not going to hurt your perception by doing something like this. And it turns $15 in the next two years, to six. Like, you you have to give him a huge extension and guarantee it all and backload it. The Cowboys have been very good at this um, in spots. Right. But you're making the best of a bad situation right now. and it, you, you have you, something you either, rare here. You either cut him and rebuild because now you have $15 million of dead space you can't do anything with. Or you extend him and keep him around and let him be the second guy in the in the locker room. Here's what's rare. He's willing to accept that role. Yes. He's not looking around for starter money. He's not looking around and begging to be a starter. And he's willing to play that role and be a cowboy for life. That That's a valuable commodity to me. I think he has realized that his value going forward is to be Ezekiel Elliott, Dallas Cowboy. And that he's accepted that role, my goodness, let him have it. That if for three or four more years he could give you between five and eight hundred yards a year, okay, yeah, why not? That that makes sense to me. And I'll say it one more time: how how often do you see guys who have played at the level of Ezekiel Elliott come back and say? Give me less money and let me. I'll I'll play this role for you. That I actually want to be a Dallas Cowboy. That he's not saying I want to run off somewhere so I can get a ring, right? He's not 
trying to end up in fill in the blank city chasing right. a ring. Right. Now obviously I, I'm sure he feels like they they can chase the ring in Dallas just as well as he could somewhere else. Only if he takes a pay cut. But only if you take a pay cut. Help me help me help you get that, man. Help me get an offensive lineman. Help me get a, a cornerback. And again, Dak is good enough to win in the NFL if he has great pieces around him. Could you also convince him to add two more years and get, I don't know, be 15% of the cap hit instead of 25 or whatever he is right now? How many times did they redo Brady's contract in, in New England? For like 15 years they were redoing it. Yeah. How'd that work out for Brady? Got him Randy Moss. Yeah. And I remember at the time, everyone's like, I can't believe Tom Brady's agreeing to this. He's ruining the deals for every other quarterback. He's got to be selfish. Or the No, he doesn't. He wants to win championships. Yeah. All right. Wrapping it up for us on a Tuesday. Big bandwagon Wednesday show coming up tomorrow. We'll preview Tech in West Virginia with you guys. I'll be back tonight around 6.30ish on the daily broadcast. So follow me on Twitter at Ryan Hyatt Media. The Rob Bro Show is due up directly. Keep texting in 806-855-3712. For Rob, I'm Ryan. We will see you Wednesday in Raiderland. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.